Hello, Beast Mode. What is going on? Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this uh, little recording. We'll call it a, a mini podcast, I guess. I don't quite know what to call it. I've wanted to do this for a little while, um, just to have like weekly updates and let everybody know, you know, how workouts are going, or someone hits a crazy PR, or you know, anything, anything at all. Just keep you up in the loop. Uh, if anybody has questions, questions of the week. Uh, tips, pointers, nutrition, hydration, you name it, uh, just brief little segments. And I uh, figured right now is the best time to do it as we are at a very critical point in uh, Beast Mode CrossFit's existence. So I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet, as uh, short as I possibly can. I know I can go off and, and talk for a while, but uh, basically we're going to call this History, Past, Present, and Future. Um, so thank you again for listening. Um, I'm sending this out to everybody that's on my email list. So if you're a current client, if you're a previous client, um, maybe if you're a future client, you know, thank you for believing in me and trusting in our system and our coaches uh, enough with your fitness and your health. Uh, it means a great deal to myself and as well all of our coaches. We're we're here to to make you the biggest, strongest, baddest versions of yourself possible. Um, so first. Little of my background, I don't know if, if anybody knows uh, or how many of you know deep into to my past, but uh, I had a, a restaurant background, um, did a little bit of oil and gas work kind of in between restaurants. Um, I started working at Samurai Steak and Sushi during high school. I was there for about three years, and the only reason I left was because the boss would not make me a manager. I did anything and everything that, that you could possibly do for that restaurant. I made sushi. Um, I cooked hibachi. I went out and literally cooked my own table's food multiple times when we were so busy. Um, I was the bartender. I made the schedules. I, I You name it, I did it. Um, I was upset that he wouldn't make me the manager. He wouldn't give me that title. But ultimately, he told me straight up, Andrew, I don't want to make you a manager because if I do, you're going to be stuck here for the rest of your life. At this point, I was 19, and I just wanted to have that title. Um, I didn't really understand it, but now, 10 years down the road, I'm so grateful that uh, <laughs> that he didn't make me the manager because when I go back to visit, the same waiters are there, the same chefs are there. Oh, uh, man, it's, it's like deja vu. But anyways, once I left there, I got into oil and gas for a couple years. Um, I worked for multiple companies. I was an in-house landman just kind of doing... Uh, data entry and and just little things that nobody else wanted to do. Um, I realized that I wasn't a desk job person, that I had to get up and move. And so once my stint with BP was up after the oil spill, I decided to go back into restaurants. I managed the Classic Cafe for about two years. Um, ultimately, I was brought in as the face who was going to take the 30-year-old restaurant into the future um, with all of my changes and, and my mindset. I was young at the time. I, I think I started there when I was 22 um, and had all kinds of thoughts and ideas. Ultimately, it didn't work out. Um, I'm sure you could imagine a, a male. I was the outside hire, which has never had never been done at the Classic Cafe, brought in to manage 40 females. It was it was just a bad deal. Nobody nobody listened. Um, nobody had respect. Nobody saw the vision that I could actually help them make money. So at the end of the day, I wasn't happy, and I had to do uh, I had to move on. I had to find something that was going to make me happy again. 
So I reached out to uh, the general manager of Cabo. His name's Greg Williams, and he had a smoothie shop uh, about half a mile down from the Classic Cafe in Seabrook. And I know that he needed a manager. At the time, I had never done anything with CrossFit. Uh, one of my buddies would send me random workouts. I, I was a major bro lifter, so I'd be at 24-hour fitness whenever I'd close down the restaurant at 2 a.m. And I would just do bicep curls and bench press all day. Anyways, my buddy would send me this these workouts. I'm like, man, what the heck is a thruster? You know, you want me to do 21, then 15, then 9? Okay. So one day I decided to do this workout that he said was, you know, it was epic. It's going to crush you. Just let me know how you do it. You know, this is a thruster. These are the pull-ups. So I treated it like my bro workout. Well, okay, I learned something new. Uh, these recordings only go for five minutes, and I'm not even really past my introduction. So I wrote my cliff notes here. I've got a whole page of them. Uh, bear with me. Hopefully you stay and listen to the whole thing. I'm going to try not to take all 15 minutes. Um, so here we go. My, my buddy sent me Fran, essentially, and told me how to do it. So I treated it as if it were my regular bro workout. I did probably about five thrusters, and then I went and got some water. I saw one of my buddies, so I stopped and talked to him for two minutes. I went back to the bar. I did probably four or five more thrusters. I went and got another water break. At this point, I probably went to the restroom and was flexing in the mirror. Um, I, I continued this trend until I finished Fran, and it took me probably 25 minutes. I texted him, and I said, dude, that was awful. You wasted my time. Don't send me any more workouts. Fast forward, I take on this position as the general manager of the smoothie shop, which is conveniently located in CrossFit, uh, CrossFit Unity in Seabrook, still having no idea really what the heck CrossFit was. Uh, my first day on the job, I decided to do my very first workout, which we have done, um, I think it was about a year ago. It involved man makers, lunges, and wall walks, and it was awful. Five rounds, I'll never forget it. I wanted to throw up, I did throw up, excuse me, I wanted to quit, but the people wouldn't let me quit, uh, the people who were working out there with me. I had a grandma, a grandpa, a firefighter, nobody told me that the grandma ran marathons and literally lapped me, but uh, I went and sat in the corner for about 30 minutes afterwards, I didn't talk to anybody, I didn't say anything, they were very, you know, it had encouraging words, um, but I just didn't want to hear it. I just needed to be in my own zone thinking, what the heck just happened to me and what have I been doing? I thought I was in shape. So fell in love and decided this is what I've been missing in my life. This makes me happy. I just got my ass kicked. I'm going to come back tomorrow. So long story short there, I decided to become a coach because I, I fell in love with CrossFit, not just the sport, but the act of actually being healthy, seeing everyday people going in, busting their butt. Um, I've saw I've seen multiple people over there and over here uh, do their first box jumps. We used to have a lady named Donna who couldn't even jump on a single 10-pound uh, uh, plate, um, which is an inch off the ground. And I was there to witness the very first time she ever did the excitement and the tears that ran down her face, which then transferred to the tears that ran down my face. Um, anyways, I got a text from a buddy of mine saying that there's a gym in Friendswood that wants to wants to start doing CrossFit, and if I give them a call, I've got the job. Well, at the time, I didn't know what what the hell that meant. You know, I have the job, like they want to start CrossFit. So I went, I called them, set up an interview. I walk in the door, and I see this familiar face. 
he's introducing me around. He's the owner of the building. He's he's showing me the glitz and the glam. Starts talking and I it 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 kicks me. It it, it I, I'm reminded where I knew this guy. I used to wait tables at Samurai's. I've mentioned in the previous video, and he was one of my regulars every single Friday. I waited on he and his family. So as soon as I had the opportunity to tell him, I said, "I remember you. I remember all of your kids." Y'all were y'all always sat at my table. You requested me, and his only response was, "Well, hopefully I tipped you well." And I, we just laughed. But anyways, he gave me the golden ticket. He had the opportunity. He wanted to bring in CrossFit. He was willing at the time to pay for everything. I mean, literally, I was Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. I had this guy willing to pay for equipment, for the the affiliate fee, for the insurance. He didn't know what the heck he was getting himself into, and at the time. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Um, that's a different story. But ultimately, the golden ticket, this guy was going to hand me a CrossFit affiliate in still to this day, the most badass facility in Galveston County. Um, didn't end up happening. I wrote up the list for everything we would need for all of our classes. He looked me in the eyes and said I was crazy because I had built up probably about $75,000 worth of equipment, uh, of course, on someone else's dime. And he told me, we got to change the plans. How much money do you have in your savings? I need you to, <laughs> I need you to put some money in and I'll match whatever you bring in. So naturally, I went to the bank, I dumped, looked at what I had and ended up spending every last penny that I had to put into Beast Mode, what became Beast Mode CrossFit. I'm going to pause this now. Uh, we're going to go on to part three and then the finish. Okay, so I dumped my savings, I quit my job, just right then and there, put my two weeks in, had a salary, good paying job, completely up and dropped everything, everything I knew in Seabrook, decided to open up a CrossFit in Friendswood, some, uh, a city where I rarely stepped foot in, uh, just at an early age whenever I was playing sports and we came over here. Um, didn't know anybody. Literally, the only people that I knew was the, the front desk manager and Jerome Karam, the owner of the facility, uh, but took a leap of faith. I, I believed in myself. I believed that I could do great things in that facility as long as I had the opportunity to present myself to people and show them what I believed in. Um, fast forward about a year, right, right before our one-year anniversary um, ended up meeting the wife, Miss Jill, at the facility. I used to uh, to schedule my training literally around whenever she would be in the gym just so that I could awkwardly creep on her uh, and check her out and never say a word to her because I was too embarrassed and too shy. Um, anyways, told my training partner anytime I'd see her, uh, I got to wait to train until my, my future wife comes in. Ended up happening. I would wait till she came in, and also ended up happening. I married my future wife, uh, who I had never uh, said any words to. I was just very uh, the awkward, shy guy in the corner doing weird workouts. Um, then came Mason. Then came the wedding, which uh, some of you guys had attended. A little out of order, but that's okay. It's uh, 2017 now. Fast forward. There's Carter. Fast forward again. Boom. We're at four years with Beast Mode CrossFit. Um, we actually just hit our four-year anniversary when I came across Jerome, and he let me know on September 21st that he leased out the whole facility to this group out of Dickinson named The Sanctuary, and that they're taking over on October 1st. Now, I'm not very good at math, but I could tell you that that's 
about 10 days. Uh, as soon as I met them, I knew I had to try to, to work work with them and let them know that I was team a team player. I was on board with whatever changes they wanted to do. But I want you all to know that I fought tooth and nails to prevent you from having to pay that silly gym membership fee that you did uh, for your one time. I offered them 50% of all new membership. 50% of anybody that came in after they took over, I was going to give them all of that money, 50%, which is a huge cut just to save everybody. And unfortunately, they told me no, which I thought was crazy. I mean, you don't have to do anything and I'm going to give you 50% of my business from that point forward. Anyways, it didn't happen. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm sorry that I, I couldn't make anything happen and we did have to pay that one one month of membership. Um, but I promise you, if you're here with me right now, it's going to be worth it. If you're still on board, if you still believe in me, if you believed enough to pay that that silly $30 fee, um, it's going to be so worth it. So I've realized that uh, we've basically maxed out our potential at what was once Frenchwood Fitness when I started, then turned into World Gym and is now the Sanctuary Gym. Um, Jonathan and Cassidy are, are very nice peace people. They They mean well. Um, unfortunately, with my business and my vision, it just doesn't work with us. Um, four years ago, if we were starting out and I became a Christian CrossFit at the very beginning, that's a completely different story. But four years in, we have an identity, and unfortunately, uh, faith and fitness do not meet at Beast Mode CrossFit. We like to keep that separate. Um, so November 8th, yesterday, yesterday uh, I signed a lease, a short-term lease, for a one-year deal. One year with the option to renew every six months for a couple terms. Um, I'll get into that in my last and final video after our recording after this. Um, so I'm excited. We're pumped. December 1st will officially be out. Well, technically that's my last day at the sanctuary, but we'll probably be out Thanksgiving week is what I'm thinking. Um, I've already got a crew in our new facility tearing down walls, making the changes that we need, opening up the ceiling some. Um, by Monday, everything will be done. I'll be able to get in and do my minor cosmetics, paint it, make it look pretty, prettier than it is, excuse me. Um, do a couple of things that I wanna do around the facility, and then we'll slowly be able to bring our equipment over. Um, last video, last, sorry, last recording. One more, I'm gonna end it. Sorry for taking so long, I talk too much. I'm going to end this, go into the last video.